Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode 18, Eight Keys to a proper setup. You know, most of us are not blind hunters. Most of us do not hunt out of a ground blind. A lot of us hunters are run and gun hunters. And most of the time, we know the area that we're going into to hunt, but we don't know exactly where we're going to be sitting. Or if we are running and gunning, we shock a turkey into gobbling, and we're left at that point to make a rash decision to sit down against a tree in a hurry. Sometimes that spot that we sit down in is not the best spot to sit. What I've noticed is if I pick a bad spot to sit down in to hunt a turkey, that's when I'm going to call that turkey in. So if I sit down on a two inch sapling stump and it's sticking me right in my rear end and I'm as uncomfortable as I can be, I know I'm going to call that turkey in because that's just the way Murphy's Law works. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about how to choose that proper setup, how to find that spot that you can sit and give yourself the best opportunity to take that turkey when he does come into your calling. So the very first tip that I can give you is to avoid obstacles. What I mean by that is that once again, you're going to hear me say it, you need to know the woods that you are hunting in. So avoid those obstacles that would keep that turkey from coming to you. Those things that will hang a turkey up, like a creek or a ditch or a fence, a fallen tree, a paved road, anything like that that may keep a turkey from coming to you, avoid those. That's first and foremost. You're going to have to work around those obstacles and get in an area where you can call that turkey in. The second thing that I would tell you is to find a shady spot to sit and the benefit of doing that is actually twofold. Number one, you can avoid the sunshine so you don't really have to worry about getting hot. Uh, you know, if it's a late season hunt, it can get pretty warm sitting in the sun. But even more important than that is you're not sticking out like an actor on a stage with a spotlight shining on him. So by sitting in the shade, you make yourself much more camouflage and your camouflage is actually much more effective. It also keeps down the chances that there's going to be a flash of light come off your gun barrel or your eyeglasses, anything like that. So if you're sitting in the shade, you're really narrowing down your opportunities for the sun to be a hindrance for you. A real quick story about 
avoiding the sunshine when you set up and not sitting in the spotlight of the sun. My buddies Todd and Eric, we were all hunting one afternoon and we'd actually seen some turkeys out in a field and Todd and Eric worked their way around the edge of the field and got in front of where the turkeys were going. And they sat down. Well, Eric at the time was very new to hunting and didn't know what he was doing. Well, he sat down right in the sun. Todd sat down in a shady spot. So the turkeys came around the edge of that field and started to walk up the road leading from the field into the woods and Todd and Eric were sitting in that road. Well, as soon as the turkeys got to where they could see Eric, because of the the roll of the hill, they got up kind of to the crest of the hill and they could see Eric. He's sitting in the sun and they turned around and started running away. Todd was able to kill one and Eric did not even get a shot. But that just goes to show you that the sun really will make you stand out. It truly is like putting a spotlight on an actor who's on stage. Speaking of the sun, do not look into the sun when you sit down. Don't choose a tree if you can help it. Sometimes you can't help it. Don't choose a setup where you're going to be staring into the sun. So that means you want to be facing west in the mornings because the sun's coming up from the east. You want the sun at your back. You want the sun in that turkey's eyes, not in your eyes. And in the afternoons, you want to face east. Again, same thing. You want the sun in the turkey's eyes, not in your eyes. I can't tell you how many times I've called a turkey in and just had to plop down where I was. And sometimes you just can't avoid that. You know, if the turkey is very close when you get him to shot gobble, sometimes you don't have much of a choice. So I've had to sit down, call a turkey in, but the sun is so extremely bright and it's shining in my eyes so brightly that there have been a couple of times when I didn't think that I was going to get a shot on the turkey because I couldn't really see the turkey all that well from the sun shining directly in my eyes. So keep that in mind when you're choosing a place to set up. Okay, the fourth key that I want to give you is to look for some brush to help break up your outline, but don't get that brush in an area where it can obstruct your vision or your view. So if you're hunting in the hardwoods, in an area where the woods are fairly open, you want to try to find an area that's at the edge of a thicket and get into just the edge of that thicket, looking into those open woods. If you can do that, you'll have a lot of brush around you that'll help to break up your outline. And again, don't try not to get as a whole lot of that brush in front of you or to either side of you that would obstruct you from being able to move your gun or obstruct your vision. The fifth key that I want to give you is something that really helped me be able to kill more turkeys. If there's one piece of advice that I got from an experienced turkey hunter that really helped me be able to kill more turkeys, it's this. When you hear that turkey gobble, go as close to that turkey as you're comfortable going and then go one tree closer. I know what you're thinking. I don't want that turkey to spook. I don't want him to see me and have him run off and I'll ruin my opportunity. I used to think the same thing and I'm telling you this one tip right here will make a world of difference in how many turkeys you kill in a season and your success rate. Go one tree closer. Get just a little bit out of your comfort zone. Pick that tree, get to it, and make sure you listen to key number six which I'm giving to you right now. Get comfortable. Get you a good cushion for your rear end, especially in the afternoons. 
where you know you're going to be going and sitting for a little while if you're not going to be running and gunning. But a cushion for your rear makes a world of difference. I have a bony butt and I cannot sit still for more than about two or three minutes on the ground if I don't have a good cushion. And again, that goes all back to being comfortable. You know, avoid sitting on stumps, avoid sitting on tree roots or vines, avoid sitting in ant beds, water, don't sit in the sun, make sure you don't have any tree branches or knots in the tree that are sticking you in the back. Make sure you don't have any poison ivy that's growing up that tree, rubbing on the back of your neck. Little things like that will help you to be more comfortable and will also really help your success rate as well. When I was just getting started turkey hunting, a friend of my dad's took me turkey hunting with him one day and he really wanted me to kill a turkey and the place that we were hunting had a chufa patch. And so in the afternoon, they went and sat me down in this, on the edge of this chufa patch and said that there were a bunch of turkeys that were coming in there and just to sit still until dark and that there's a real good chance I would see a gobbler and be able to get a shot. So I picked out a tree to sit down against and sat there and about 30 minutes after sitting there, a turkey comes out into the field. It was a hen and she came out into the field and she was feeding around, scratching around in the chufa. And about that time, I started feeling bites on my lower back and they hurt. They hurt bad. I actually sat down in a fire ant bed and because there was a hen in the field, I was not going to move. I sat there and let those fire ants bite me for 15 to 20 minutes until she fed around and fed around and then she left. And when she did, I got up and moved to a different spot and sat down. I was not about to wait any longer and sit in that fire ant bed any longer than I had to. So look for things like that and make sure that you get comfortable. Another thing that I would tell you, and I mentioned it when I gave you number six, but key number seven is to avoid objects that are within the reach of your gun barrel. What I mean by that is try not to sit down where a sapling would prevent you from moving your gun barrel to the left or the right. Or if there's a vine coming down from the tree branches that you may hit with your gun barrel that would make that vine sway back and forth, try to avoid that. My buddy Todd and I were hunting together one day and had a turkey coming in and there was a vine growing up a little sapling that was probably about two feet in front of Todd and Todd moved his gun over in the area that he thought the turkey was going to approach us from and he bumped that vine and that whole little sapling shook. Well the sapling's about seven feet tall and with that sapling waving in the wind I think that was all it took to spook that turkey and we ended up not killing that turkey but he was coming in to us. He was probably 30 yards from us at the time just on the downside of a little slope and I know that he saw that sapling shake and he skirted us and went around and came in behind us at that point. But think about that when you're choosing a spot to sit and make sure that nothing's going to be in the way of your gun barrel. Key number eight. This one is very, very important. Be safe. Choose a spot to where you don't think another hunter is going to be able to approach. You don't want another hunter coming in from behind you and accidentally mistaking you moving slightly as a turkey or something like that. So it's always a good idea to choose your spot carefully. Make sure that you choose a tree that's larger than your shoulders, than the width of your shoulders if possible. Now the other advantage to that is it also helps to break up your outline. So think about safety while you're choosing your spot to set up. 
and I'm going to leave you with a tip. This is something that I try to tell all beginning turkey hunters that I hunt with. If a turkey's coming in, let's say your gun is pointing to the 12 o'clock position and the turkey's coming in to your 9 o'clock position and you need to move your gun to get a shot on that turkey. Wait until that turkey's head is behind a tree or a rock or a stump that's closest to the turkey. If you wait until the turkey steps behind a, an object that's close to you, then the turkey can still see you. I like to equate it to this. If you've ever played hide and seek with a young child, and the young child will go and hide, but he doesn't really hide anywhere that's all that great, but the, the child will cover his eyes. And that's really what you're doing. You're hiding the turkey from you. You're not hiding you from the turkey. So if you wait for that turkey to get behind an object that's closer to the turkey than is to you, you're going to obstruct the turkey's vision and be able to get away with a lot more movement at that point in time. So that's just a little tip for you that'll help you when you're out there in the woods trying to get that gobbler to come in. So that's all that I've got for you today. That's the eight keys to a proper setup for your turkey hunt. If you like what you heard today, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star review. Your reviews are greatly appreciated. That's what helps keep us motivated. Also, please subscribe to the show on iTunes. It does not cost you a penny to subscribe to the show on iTunes. And the benefit of subscribing is that you get immediate notification as soon as a new episode is posted. Thank you guys for tuning in today. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I look forward to seeing you again next week on another episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.